0: Prologue Summer 2013 Jane Looking in the mirror, I could see the bruise beginning to form. It would be black within the next day or so. I went to the kitchen and grabbed a bag of ice to try and stop the swelling. I decided then and there that I was done. No more beatings at his hand. I was done. I started organizing my thoughts on how and when I'd make my escape. A week later, I was frantically packing my bags. My eye had blown up horribly and was still bruised. I'd stayed inside most of the week, until I was able to open it again. I had to hurry before he called the house to check on me. The Greyhound bus was scheduled to leave in 45 minutes. He wouldn't expect me to take a bus and leave my BMW behind. My plan was brilliant. At least I thought it was. Everything of importance to me was packed in the three bags I carried. Mom had wired me money, which I carried in a pouch around my neck. I left my cell phone, having already purchased a pay-as-you-go phone with cash, so he couldn't track me. Though, after some time, I'm sure he'd figure out that I moved back home, across the country. I hoped and prayed he'd just let me go. I pulled into the parking lot around the block from the bus station, gathering my bags, after I removed all the papers linking the car to me, then threw the keys on the seat and left it unlocked. Given the shady neighborhood, the car would be gone soon. Becky, a co-worker from the hospital, was the only one who suspected what was going on with Derek. I'd put in my two weeks' notice at work a month ago, at Derek's insistence. Though I didn't tell Becky that I was fleeing. The less she knew, the safer she would be. The attendant working the desk took in my appearance, and she gave me a heartfelt smile. My attire wasn't appropriate for a summer day in sunny San Francisco, and she seemed to understand why I was wearing jeans, a hoodie pulled over my head, and big black designer sunglasses, trying to mask the black eye Derek gifted me with. I made my way onto the bus, finding an empty seat in the back. Once the bus pulled away, and we were 20 minutes down the road, I put my earbuds in and let out a relieved breath, trying to forget. Jane, you are done with work. I make more than enough to support us, and your place is here at home. I was shocked at the words coming from his mouth. This wasn't the Derek I moved across the country with. How could he have fooled me? Derek, I love my job, please! Please! He towered over me, and I tried to shield myself from his angry words and his beating fists. He was convinced I was cheating on him, which was absurd. I'd already lost the baby, which he was also convinced wasn't his, thanks to another encounter with him. After his true colors emerged, I told myself I was better off. I shook the memory away as a rogue tear slid down my cheek. I was done crying for him what he made me believe, and what I found out. He was an abusive monster who turned me into someone I didn't recognize. Never in my life did I understand why women would stay with abusive pricks. I understood now. But I was determined to get myself back. I refused to become another statistic.